All right, hello and welcome back to the Higher Cause Podcast. And today I'm super excited to be with Austin and Luke. And uh, we're here to, and we're going to talk about um, a subject that is actually Austin brought up the other day. He asked me a question. He said, if you could be the best at anything, what would it be? Uh, and I, I thought about it for a little bit. And like some of my initial thoughts was like, I'll make money or like I'll be the best basketball player in the world. Or I thought like just very selfishly. But he had a really good idea and I didn't know he would um, slap me with some knowledge there. So... Austin, what was your answer? So I was thinking about it and I had some of those same thoughts, just like, oh, I could be the best at making money or I could be the best, I don't know, basketball player. But my thought was, if I'm the best at discipline, then I could be the best at anything. Because if you're the most disciplined person, then you can work hard, you can get up early, stay up late, and it'll just be good. You can do anything in life. That's right. Really. And so like, one thing I thought was, if, if you are the best at discipline, then you're going to be the best at, you can be the best at anything, really. Like, you're going to be the best, you could be the best basketball player or make the most money. And obviously, maybe if that's your goal, but you can, you're going to get there because the discipline will help you get obtain that goal. Right. And so if you don't have a plan, and I've realized, like, in my own life, where if I don't have a plan to get there, I'm probably not going to get there. So, like, playing, practicing guitar or playing the cello or even playing basketball, becoming a better basketball player. If I don't have, like, a plan laid out, if I'm not, and if I'm not disciplined to be to be that, if I try to take on too many things, then I'm actually going to be just maybe maybe at best mediocre at all those things. But when you focus in on just when have the discipline to focus on the one thing mm-hmm. and be the, try to be the best at that one thing and have the discipline to actually carry it out, you'll be the best at that thing. That is true. And it, even if you're trying to be good at many things, if you just have that discipline to be consistent, I think that's really important. Like if you're trying to be uh, a good musician and a good athlete. If you're consistent in both of those, getting a, a good practice in and a good workout in every day, just consistently, then you'll be good. Right. Um, one thing that's I, I found this important is not trying to be the best, but just trying to be the best that you can be. Sure. Having more short-term ter- goals, and then you can have that dopamine for obtaining those short-term goals. Yeah, and I feel like if you try to bite off too much, probably not going to hit it, you know, right. Set, set goals and not ones that are like unobtainable. Right. Cause then it just leads to like frustration, anger, depression. Like, Oh man, I suck. I can't, I can't dunk. I suck. No, no, it's like, you don't suck. You still can be a very good basketball player. <laughs> doesn't mean you, you may never dunk. Right. I mean, like me, sorry, maybe you're probably never going to dunk. <laughs> I'm too fat to dunk. No, you're just too short. That's awesome. <laughs> they don't dunk in West Virginia. No. <laughs> they dunk other things. Amen. Like Oreos. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Um, one thing I I remember about like a few summers ago when talking about discipline, I started listening to Jocko Willink, uh, Navy SEAL, and like I, it was actually Luke had actually introduced me to it back when I lived in Georgia. He had told me about I had told me about him and. Show me a few of his books, and I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> and uh, it was actually last or two summers ago, I was working landscaping. So I was by myself every day for you know, six, seven, eight hours. And uh, Luke was like, you should listen to Jocko's podcast. It's like, all right. And so I'm thinking, like, podcasts, like normal podcasts that I've always listened to, they're like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I was like, sure, I don't mind spending 30, 40 minutes on a podcast. <laughs> then I log in, it's four hours long. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, but I did. I listened to Jocko, and then I 
last summer. So two summers ago, I started listening to Jocko. Last summer, I started listening to his. I listened to his book um, while I was working. I listened to his book like four or five times through. Yeah. It's like the first time. I don't think I got everything. <clears throat> and by the, like the third time, I was like, okay, this I'm actually learning a lot in the Extreme Ownership book. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's kind of let out a, a lot in the in the discipline movement. I feel like as far as discipline, he has you know, the quote, discipline equals freedom. And it's true. And he talks a lot about a lot a lot about that. So probably today we'll be referring a lot to some of those, those books, yeah. especially Austin, because he's a resident um, scholar in all things Jocko. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can claim that. Luke's listened to a lot more Jocko than I have. This is true. Yeah, Luke, Luke has also listened to a lot of Jocko. Yeah, we all have, and then That's I think true. we've all benefited from it big time. Mm-hmm. Big time, sure. Um, one decision I made last year was to start taking cold showers. And uh, it was actually because I heard a podcast about Jocko. And he's like, yeah. take old showers. I was like, I don't want to. That stinks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it does, it does man. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But like, I, what I realized is, and I think this is a principle that applies in all areas of discipline, is that when you do something that's, that really stinks, right away in the morning, especially right away in the morning, if the first thing you do in the morning really stinks, then nothing throughout the rest of the day is that bad. Yeah, I think I mentioned that in the Grudges podcast that we did, but mm-hmm. you, like, that that's why, so if I start my day with a cold shower, like, I know that nothing else <laughs> throughout the rest of the day is going to stink as bad as that, and it might be, it may be close, but it ain't that, but because I've already conquered it once, then it doesn't matter what's coming the rest of the day, I know it's going to, yeah, it's going to be fine. Let's define it. What is discipline? Thoughts? Yeah, um... I was actually trying to find the quote so I can quote him properly, but I heard Mike Tyson. Um, I think he was on a Joe Rogan podcast um, when I heard it. But he said, discipline is uh, doing what you hate doing, but doing it like you love it. Hmm. Discipline, you, discipline is it's doing what you have to do, whether you feel like doing it or not. Um, you know, it, it, whether it be your responsibilities as a person, whether it be, you know, uh, keeping your your life in order whether that be you know making sure that your room is squared away you're keeping the small things the small things neat being the right kind of the right son you need to be the right um husband the right father the right coworker, the right boss the right employee um whether you feel like doing it or not discipline if you have discipline you will do it because you know it's the right thing even if you don't feel like getting up at you know whatever four o'clock in the morning when you have to go to work and you know you didn't go to bed until midnight or one or whatever it is um yeah, I really like the way Mike Tyson put it that way. Um, but yeah, doing doing what you have to do and what you need to do, whether, whether you feel like it or not. It's really good. It's good. That's fun. I have a book by Jocko sitting in front of me called Discipline Equals Freedom. And he says this about discipline. Uh, he says, Discipline is the root of all good qualities, the driver of daily execution, the core principle that overcomes laziness and lethargy and excuses. Discipline defeats the infinite excuses that say, not today, not now, I need a rest, I will do it tomorrow. I think that's really good. It's the root of all good qualities. Because if you're going to have any good quality, you have to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. If you're going to, I don't know, get up in the morning and do your devotions, you have to have discipline to actually get out of bed. And that's one thing that he talks about a lot is first step to discipline is getting up early. Yeah. Because if you're going to get up early... You're going to be disciplined because it sucks to get up early. That's the suckiest part of my day. Like, forget the cold shower. I hate getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah. It's the worst. Going back to what you said about the devotions, I think that's, that's important 
because what happens um, if you you're undisciplined in your devotions? Let's say you let one day slip by, two days slip by, and you're like, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, I can meet with the Lord later, or I I can I can do this at a different time. What are the ramifications of those of that of that happening? Yeah, that's a a good question. One thing that I was thinking of because I kind of thought about this last night was. Um, when Peter was walking on water, he was walking on water so long as his eyes were fixed on Jesus. But when his eyes got looking at his surroundings, then that's when he sank. And so if we're going to live the Christian life the way it's meant to be lived, our eyes have to be fixed on Jesus. If we're going to walk on water and do the impossible, we have to be looking at him, not our surroundings. Right. And if we skip days of our devotions, we can't look at him. Yeah. Like we need to. All we can see is our surroundings. Right. When your if your first thing is not, and I, I, I said this earlier, but if your first thing isn't the isn't the Lord, right? When you get up in the morning, you're, you got your eyes on Him. It's kind of like this. Do you put on your armor after the battle's over? And I and, and I, it's probably this is confusing, but uh, one thing I was talking to Austin about this earlier was there's like this this thought. Like, oh, I, I've heard, and I kind of, in, especially in our generation, it was like, well, I, I do my devotions at night. I do them at nighttime. Okay. To me, that just never makes sense. I don't know why you would do, now, I'm all about, do your devotions at night, perfect. But don't, and not instead of the morning, mm-hmm. in addition to the morning. Yeah. Because if you don't put your armor on in the morning, throughout, to go out through your day, it's almost like, like, I look at it as almost playing catch up with Jesus rather than, like, meeting them in the morning and taking them through the day with you, you're like, oh, Jesus, here's, my day was horrible. You're not going to believe what happened. Like, why won't you just take them with you throughout your whole day? And I, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not saying that's in every case and with everybody. But I do feel like a lot of the people that I've met that only do their devotions at night are some of the most, like, depressed, sad people. Like, oh, yeah, my life is, you know. I was like, well, okay, whatever. But it just, to me, like, it makes sense this way. Like, you, you don't put your armor on after the battle's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put it on before. It's like why everybody else is coming back, you know, their armors and their swords are dull and their armor's all dented. And the rest, there's that one guy who's putting his armor on and still putting his armor on. It's like, what? No, it doesn't make sense. You put your armor on before the day starts in preparation for the battle of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I didn't, I don't understand. So don't trade like, like, oh, well, I'll sleep and I'll do my devotions later. Don't trade that aspect of discipline because... I think the ramifications are very heavy. When you're not walking with the Lord throughout the entire day and you choose to give those things up, I don't know, it just, I, just, I don't know, like in myself, like if I do that, then there's something missing throughout the day. Yeah. I'm more susceptible to anger, yeah. to just flying off the handle. So, but I notice when, I, when I, right away, when I, the first thing I do, right, I meet with the Lord, I take my cold shower, amen, <laughs> and I go out through my day, I feel a whole lot better. And I know that I'm walking with the Lord. I know I have that open line of communication, which is what I, I, I can't, like in this day and age, you cannot risk not having that mm-hmm. with the yeah. Lord, that open line of communication. There's just too much sin. There's too much corruption. Um, I have to have it. And so that's something I'm not going to trade. But. Yeah. That's good. The verse, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 was coming to mind. Um, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, Always abound in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. And that could be like, you know, the Christian's 
version, quote unquote, of discipline equals freedom. Right. You know, God has called us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, to be disciplined, to be consistent Mm -hmm. in the work of the Lord. Um, And he says, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain, you know, God's going to reward your your labor he's going to reward consistency and he rewards you know discipline um you know when he sees that in in us as christians and in his children um you know obviously we're not on a uh, performance acceptance basis with god um you know he loves us no matter what he loves us when we're consistent he loves us when we're inconsistent and he loves us just as much um no matter if we um are consistent in our walk with him or if we're inconsistent um but this verse just came to mind, and then when it says, "Know that your labor is not in vain," um, the one thing about discipline is, it's a um, delayed gratification. You don't get that that dopamine rush, that uh, instant gratification that um, is so pushed in our face nowadays, especially with social media um, and just hiding behind your screen, and you know, with um, you know, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's all geared to give you a dopamine rush and to keep you satisfied for just a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing that our labor is not in vain, you know, we don't labor <clears throat> for God for the the gratification or for the satisfaction for ourselves. Everything we do for God is for His glory, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just again, both parts of that verse. The first part about being steadfast, unmovable, being disciplined and consistent in our in our walk. Um, and in, in the work of the Lord, uh, not just in our walk with Him, but in our, our ministry, our day-to-day ministry that we have, um, knowing that each small step is not in vain. You're like, oh, well, this step was just as hard, if not harder than the last one. Well, God's still going to award that. He's going to award that faith and reward that uh, consistency. So I just, it, it came to mind. I hadn't thought about it right. um, before, but I just thought that was really good. Yeah, that's spot on. And I like what you said about the instant gratification, giving into the flesh. Yeah. Because I feel like our society is so catered to that, like get rich quick schemes, um, Zoom classes. Like, what? You don't gotta get up. You don't gotta get up and get ready for the day. Yeah. Just zoom into the class. You know. You know. We got live stream for church. Don't. You know what? You don't gotta come into church. Just stay in your PJs. Yeah. Watch, turn on Pastor on the on the t- on YouTube, and and just sit at home in your PJs. Drink and sip your coffee. We are. Our society is geared toward to people to not have to have discipline to, to, to not have to say no to the flesh yeah. to just be able to instantly gratify and I believe that's one of the greatest enemies toward discipline and yep. toward even the Christian life is just giving into the flesh it's like every time you give into the flesh you've lost an opportunity of not only growth but well, I, I, yeah, I just really just growth you lost opportunity of growth and our society is so catered that even with like you said social media and these these sites that they're not promoting a disciplined lifestyle. Right. They're you say, oh, well, why don't you scroll? You know, why don't you, okay? Let's say you have a project to work on, which we're in college, so we have lots of projects to work on. You can either spend your time working on what you've been given in your in your task, or you know, you're working at a job and you have these tasks the other day. One of the ladies at my work, she was. She would, I'd given her a job, and I said, would you, can you can you get this done? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got it done. And I came back like 30 minutes later, and she was sitting there scrolling through Instagram. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, Man, I, ah, you, we needed this job to get done. And so I, I just did it, whatever. Um, but I, I saw firsthand how 
when you give in to those to that world the world system really is what it is um, and you shun discipline you don't have the discipline to get your jobs done well then people suffer around you it's not only you that's getting the suffering it's people around you yeah but i saw it firsthand it's like interesting it's easier to just nah, scroll through instagram i'll get it done later yeah and that's something we were me and austin were talking about was and i even wrote it down not today i'll do it tomorrow it's something you read from the, the jungle book it was you know what i don't have to do it today i'll just do it tomorrow i'll just push it off procrastination it's just yeah. a lack of discipline it just shows lack of character lack of discipline mm-hmm. um but that's exactly what our our world and the system is catering to yeah there's no shortcut to discipline it's Jocko says in, in his book, he's like, there's only one way, and it's the hard way. You can't have a shortcut. There can't be instant gratification and discipline. If you want to work out and get buff, you can't. I mean, you probably could do that by taking some pills, but I wouldn't recommend that. I die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but there's only one way. It's the, hard, it's the hard way. It's going through the reps, pushing through the, the hurts and the pains and the aches. There's only one way. You can't have that instant gratification. you got to play the long game. Mm-hmm. Not the short game. You have to have the strong mindset, not the weak mindset. Oh, there we go. That's I was waiting for somebody to say that. To. I've been dying. I've been dying to talk about the strong versus weak mindset. So thank you, thank you. That was just for you. Thank you. Yeah, strong mindset, weak mindset. Let's talk about it a little bit. Um, it's going on right now in America. We're seeing it everywhere. Strong versus weak mindset. Weak mindset says, oh, it's a lack of discipline, right? It's saying I'll do it tomorrow. I don't have to do it today. Um, it's taking the easy way. Strong mindset says, you know what? No, why everybody else is taking the easy way, I'm gonna go the hard way. And uh, I think there's not, and you guys know this. There's, n- there's next to nothing that gets me more fired up than watching somebody just absolutely take the weak mindset, the tattletale mindset, the um, no, that won't take ownership. Oh my, yes, man, That's the worst. It's like you made a mistake. You screwed up, man. Yeah, yeah, you really blew it. No, it's not my fault. Ah, like, oh, it's weak mindset. Yeah, and man, it bugs me. And uh, but that's again, that's what our society is catered to. Is you don't have to be you don't have to be strong. You know, you can you can, it's okay to be to have a weak mindset. They don't call it that. They they call the things that are strong weak and things that are weak strong. It's just not true. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. But we'll, we'll let that we'll let that rest right there, <laughs> lest I get fired up. Um. So what are, I don't know, how are some practical applications of discipline, right? We've talked about kind of what discipline is, how it looks, and how we've seen it in society. But what are practical, what's practical discipline? Everyday discipline, we've talked, you know, we've mentioned it a few things. Um, but I'd like you to read, um, Austin, read that, what you read to me earlier, because I think that, would, that fits in really good to the, the idea of what discipline is as far as practically. Discipline starts with waking up early. It really does. But that is just the beginning. You absolutely have to apply it to things beyond waking up early. It is working out every day, making yourself stronger and faster and more flexible and healthier. It is eating the right foods to fuel your system correctly. It is disciplining your emotions so that you can make good decisions. It is about having the discipline to control your ego so it doesn't get out of hand and control you. It is treating people the way that you want to be treated. It's about doing the tasks that you don't want to do, but you know they'll help you. It's about facing your fears so you can conquer them. It's taking the hard road, the uphill road. It's doing what's right for you and for others. 
So all that. Spot on. The hard room. We kind of talked about that a little yeah. bit earlier. Hard room. Hmm. That's good. Your first, your first decision of discipline comes at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. I right? hate that decision. When that alarm goes off, what are you going to do? Because discipline's a funny thing. Because once you start saying no, I'm like, ah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. The next one's going to be a little easier, a little easier. Just same with your devotions, right? Mm-hmm. First day, yeah, it's not a big deal. Next day, uh, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. And before you know it, you haven't done it in a long time. You haven't got up when you're supposed to. You haven't got your things done. And then you you look down and, and you know, maybe maybe it's a paper project. You're like, ah, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And the next thing you know, paper's due tomorrow. And you're up till, to 3 a.m. writing your paper. That definitely didn't happen to me. Right. Fresh, That's where Alex here. is right now. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. If anyone wants to know where Alex. Alex is, he's writing his paper. <laughs> Freshman year, man, I procrastinated on my paper, and I said, you know what? I'll, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. And I kept pushing it off. I thought, you know, I, I maybe I'd get a little like a paragraph done. I'm like, okay, I, I'm not. I'm closer to being done. And then the night before class, it was due. I was like, stink. It's not done. Yeah. <laughs> so I stayed till up till 3 a.m. I literally woke up on my desk. Mm-hmm. Went to bed. I fell asleep. It's like, oh, brother. I think practically, when you look at discipline, it was kind of already mentioned, but you have to be consistent. Yeah. Without consistency, you can be disciplined one day and just completely fail the next day. And you're not living a disciplined life. You're not going to get stronger and faster and better. You're not going to achieve your goals if you're not consistent. You're never going to be the best that you can be if you're not disciplined. Right. You're never going to have a, a real real walk with God if you don't get up every morning and meet with Him. Yeah. I mean, God can still meet with you. That's, That's true. Right. He can still meet with you through the day, but He desires that morning time. You look through this book of Psalms. Look at David. Look at his cries to the Lord. Multiple times, he says in, in, in the Psalms, in the morning, I will direct my prayer up. Um, early will I seek thee. You know, he, he goes throughout the entire Psalms and says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have discipline to get up early i'm gonna meet with you like you maybe obviously you didn't say it in those exact words but that's the thought and i i believe that every word in the bible is it's important so if he says hey in the morning i'm gonna seek you early while i seek you well he's saying my, my first thought is gonna be i'm gonna seek the lord i'm gonna have the discipline to get up and meet with the lord mm-hmm. and we see throughout his life well there's benefits to meeting with the lord <laughs> you know he, he talks about it all throughout the book of psalms um but there's also benefits in, in just practically in just life when you're disciplined, right? We talked about um, like instant instant gratification and, and then looking and wanting to be buff. And it's like people don't want to take the hard road, the long game. They don't want to play the long game. It's like how can how can I get get ripped in five minutes? Like, well, sorry, bud, it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna take blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> to get to where you want to get. Mm-hmm. You look at any any great athlete. Look at any great a boxer or any great um, uh, sports star, they didn't get there one one night and just wake up and be the, the greatest in the world. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady was nobody. Mm-hmm. Got drafted as a nobody. Aaron Rodgers, a nobody. These they weren't great in college. These guys weren't like well known, and those guys became some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. um, and it took discipline even in. And Tom Brady's what, forty something? Yeah, yeah. And he's still working out, like still jacked, and still could probably play, but yeah, we're all glad he's not. 
my trumpet teacher <laughs> told me yesterday, or not yesterday, what is today? Friday? So Monday. He said that he listened to a podcast with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady just set out to be the best quarterback he could be that day and get better. Yeah. He never tried to be the best passer or the person that could throw the ball the farthest. He set out to be the best him he could be every day. Right. That's how he got to where he was. Yeah. It takes hard work. Yeah. I mean, and trust me, I watched I watched those guys through their through their years in playing and they had some ups and downs. And and just because you're like disciplined doesn't mean you're not gonna struggle or you're never gonna have problems or you're never gonna you're not gonna be perfect. I mean I was just telling Austin before we started, yeah, I've been taking cold showers for a while, but not every day. There's some days I'm just like, I ain't feeling it. And that's like you're not gonna be perfect. Don't expect to be. And then don't get it down to the dumps. But like you said, you need to wake up every day and say, I'm gonna be, do the best I can today. Yep. Don't look at like, oh well, maybe I didn't do great yesterday or I'll try better tomorrow. No, no. Focus on today, what you can control. Because you can't control either one of those. You can't mm-hmm. control what happened in the future or in the past, and you can't control what happens in the future. So, and you can't sit and dwell on it. You can only focus on, okay, this is what's going to happen today. This is what I'm going to focus on today. And I'm going to be the best I can today. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. That's, um, and that's important. Um, you guys know much about the Roman Empire? A little bit. <laughs> Luke's laughing. He must yeah. know a little bit about the Roman Empire. Okay. How did the Roman Empire fall? Let's see. History buffs. Austin Brownlee's a history buff. Sure. How did the uh, Roman Empire fall? Well, they got taken over by... Uh, my brain is not working right now. I almost said the Trojan horse. <laughs> no, Trojan I did not. I almost said the Trojan horse. <laughs> wrong no. By the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I, oh, wait. It's wrong. Never mind. Um, the, the tribes that came in from the north, they took them over. And they, they collapsed. Their society was collapsing from the inside anyway to begin with. Um, I almost said Germanic tribes. They probably are Germanic. Do you they remember are. They what, are. Like, what the technical term for them is? I want to say it starts with an H. Hoths. No. Goths and Visigoths. Goths. Goths and Visigoths. Yeah. Yeah. Visigoths. If we're wrong, don't crucify us. Yeah. Well, sorry. I added all these anyway. Yeah. So I'll make us all look really smart. Oh, that's good. Wax eloquent. That takes <laughs> a lot of hard work for me. <laughs> I will spend the next six hours editing this thing. No. But okay. you're going to ask the question because there's that train going. I know. I, like, I know what how you're much thinking. Did you think about the yeah. fire? Oh, I should. That would question? be funny. Okay. I'll ask that in a little bit. All right, so going back to my first question. My bad. Uh, how much do you know about the Roman Empire? How much do you men think about the Roman Empire? Every day. Every day? Minimum once a day. Every day. Minimum once a day. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But um, uh, tell me a little bit about their fall. How did they fall? They got weak. They got weak. Inside their society and inside their military. Yeah. Their men would not fight for them. The emperors, I forget which emperors it was. I think it was Diocletian and Claudius had to go out and hire people, mm-hmm. hire barbarians to fight for them. Right. Because they couldn't get Romans to go fight. Right. They couldn't fill their legions. Right. Yeah, and as, so as they started to expand and they got more wealthy, they didn't have, they, they felt like they didn't have to put up the fight that they, they had always put up. Their mm-hmm. legions became weak. Um, their army quit training. They didn't. They stopped their regiment. Their 
self-discipline <laughs> uh, to get up and to train and to, to work hard. And because of that, the once great Rome, feared Roman Empire became nothing. Yeah. They became, they got, just ran over and ran through. Um, and I say, say all that to say, you know, we see from history when, when we become to get, when we get weak and we get lazy, which America is very fast, fastly, quickly heading there. Mm-hmm. Um, nations have fallen because of that, mm-hmm. because of weakness. Quit, quit discipline. Like, eh, you know, it's, we're in peace. We're in time of peace. Yeah. Until we're not. And then you get ran through. I'm going to open a can of worms here. That reminds me of a saying. <laughs> Good men. Or, uh, how's that go? Exactly. <laughs> You're Good asking men. me to remember <laughs> yeah. the quote that you brought up. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, <laughs> you know it better than I do. One time. Strong men create go. good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create strong men. And the cycle goes over and over and over. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I believe you. Okay, <laughs> you, you remembered all one word of it. <laughs> so, that's, I, like, I like that because I feel like that's where America is right now. 100%. Because we are we're in bad times. But we're seeing guys stand up. And about getting sick and tired of some of this agenda stuff, mm-hmm. this these movements, these, well, these anti-God movements. Yeah. Good guys like Matt Walsh, Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro, David Harris, standing up and saying, "This ain't okay, Donald Trump." Yeah. They're like, "This ain't okay. This is what you're tra- you're trying to teach this to our kids. Are you kidding me?" And they're standing up and saying, "No, it ain't happening." Uh, you know, it's easy. I feel like. Christians are the worst at this. They will be like, oh man, America's so bad and everything's horrible. I actually, I think it's, there's never been a greater time to be alive. Yep. Yeah. Because we're in, we are in some of the darkest days. I mean, but think about, okay. In all reality, I was talking to my dad about this. What we're experiencing now in America, this isn't new things. Sodom and Gomorrah, like, no, does any, any Christian remember that what happened there? Yeah. Nero, like, does anyone remember what happened there? I mean, Nero, if you read about Nero, that dude was messed up. That dude cross-dressed. He killed his wife and had a slave that looked like his wife that was a boy that dressed up as his wife. He burned down the city of Rome and blamed it on the Christians. Yeah, it was messed up. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden is messed up, but he's not that messed up. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's close, but... Um, he's just too busy taking a nap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But when I look back in history, and we easily forget what happened in history to the Christians and to what was going on back then, we're not facing persecution like that. Now, I, I say that, to, you know, carefully because what's going on in Myanmar and Ukraine, mm-hmm. it's, it is. That is that is biblical persecution. And we've all, the church has always been persecuted you know, ever since it's been around. Uh, ever since Pentecost, it's been persecuted. Um, Christians have been persecuted. For all of time, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not making light of that, but I think that we don't. There's never been a better day to live in than today, because when the the darker the world gets, the lighter the lighter we can shine, and the easier it is to see us. Because we're yeah, and, and they're gonna the world system tries to whack them all us down. That's where strong discipline comes into play. It's getting up every day. It's proclaiming truth. It's saying no, I'm not backing down. Yeah, it's saying no. This is what I believe. This is what the Bible says. This is but this is this was right. Period. I mean, you don't have. You, I mean, you don't even have to read the Bible to know some of this stuff's wrong, and that's why you got lost people 
that are standing up and saying, hey, this ain't right. Yeah. And they're using biblical language and Bible principles, and they're not even saved because they know it's wrong. Yeah. So, and I, yeah, good men come out of dark times. And, um, yeah, I agree. So, sorry, I went on a little rant, but thanks for opening that can of worms. Good, you're welcome. Um, that's, that's, that's something that is getting me fired up lately, is watching guys, especially Christians, being like, like I heard one guy say, and I'm not going to say his name, but I heard him say, we don't need any more Matt Walsh's. We don't need any more Ben Shapiro's. We don't need... And I thought, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we absolutely do. We need some Christians to stand up. And, and I, I believe those some of those men are Christians, for sure. But we need some Christians to stand up and say, hey, this ain't okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not... This What's going on with Target? What's going on with um, Columbia's... Uh, their jackets or whatever. What's going on in with the the world and, and this agenda and what's going on in our schools is wrong. But because I mean, what we talked about earlier, if you're not even disciplined in the little things, how you're never gonna never gonna get to your end goal. You're never gonna be disciplined in the bigger things because you're if you're not if you're not okay. This is a bold statement, but if you can't get up in the morning on time, make your bed, brush your teeth, get in the shower, then how, you're never gonna change the world. Yeah. No great man has ever changed the world that had horrible character. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's not gonna happen. And uh, maybe that's controversial outside of this these no. three us three guys, but I don't <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Your Admiral said, make your bed. If you want to change the world. Success. Yeah. Make your bed. Make your bed. Admiral McRaven. I made my bed this morning. I watched you. <laughs> did you make your bed this morning? I did. Okay, I, I came bed. in here and mentioned that, and he's like, me, "Let me go." I was make like, "I gotta go bed. make my bed. I can't. I can't do a podcast and discipline not make my bed." That's right. Amen. Amen. So, yep. it's good stuff. I, I I just wanted to bring up the the Roman Empire because I thought it was interesting how when when success happened, when peace happened, when they thought they were top dogs, mm-hmm. they got lazy. Yeah. And so even when everything's going good around you and you feel like you've made it, in, not made it in life, but you feel successful, you feel like, oh, life's going okay. Maybe, you know, it's, some of these things aren't as important. Man, I, or, you know what? I got all my projects done. I can sleep in today. Today's fine. I'll sleep in today. Or it's Saturday. I'll sleep in. No. Mm-mm. My dad, my dad, uh, he never sleeps on Saturday. He never sleeps. Well, my dad just never sleeps in. I've never seen my dad sleep in ever in my entire life. Even when he like gets home, he'll get home at like two a.m. Sometimes for work trips, he's up at six. He just doesn't sleep in. Um, he doesn't take off days. So he, every day is the grind, and because of that, he's been very successful. He's he was the um no, he was noticed as so he works for Campbell Soup, and he was noticed as his plant and he and him were the most successful plant of the year in Campbell Soup, which is a big deal. Uh, he's had, he he just done really well, but that took discipline, and so I've watched my dad do it and. It's important. Be disciplined in the little areas. Get the book. Get the book. Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willink. I don't remember how much I paid for it. Changed my life. It's also on Spotify for free. Uh, The first part is uh, listen to Jocko read it. He'll read it a lot better than I can. (laughs) He's got a more manly voice than I do, too. I'm a tenor. (laughs) He's a big bass. You know what? Tenors tenors are people, too. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) No, I, I do recommend the book. Any any Jocko Willing book, absolutely, it's good. He, he's, he, I, I don't I don't know if he's saved or not, but I, he's his principles and the things he says are, some of them are like biblical. Like yeah. they're, it's right on, and, yeah. and you can see you can almost make it and draw a line between 
his application, his principles right over to the Word of God and see how so those things, you know, there's freedom in discipline. And you see, you can see those throughout the Bible. But I do recommend his books. 100%. Uh, his podcast. I listened to it last summer and the summer before. I listened a lot, a lot to Jocko. Probably yeah. an unholy amount of hours. <laughs> but they were very good. And they, they helped me. They helped me a lot. And yeah. He, he uh, brings on a lot of guys that... He brings out some guys that are, were injured in war and some guys that Medal of Honor recipients, some Holocaust survivors. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I don't remember. Do you remember what episode number that is? No. That's a really good one. Um, it was um, with Rose Schindler. Yeah. She was uh, she actually went to uh, Auschwitz, uh, but she was at multiple Holocaust or uh, concentration camps. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a really good one to listen to. That is. That one made me uh, tear up a little bit because yeah. just to hearing hearing what those people went through. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, discipline. It's important. The um, if you could be the best at anything in the world, it would be, it should should be discipline. I gotta hear your answer, Luke. What would you be? What would I be? Yeah, best at anything in the world. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> it's funny. Discipline now. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, it discipline now. now. Well, it's it's funny because when you when you told me about the topic and I was like, you know what. If you could be the best at anything, what would be like immediately my mind went to like what we had said before. Like, oh, I want to be the most successful version of myself I can be. I want to be like, oh, if I had, you know, unlimited resources and I could be the best at anything, be like, oh, yeah, definitely like the best boxer or like the Mm -hmm. best businessman making money. But then when you said, uh, Austin said discipline, I was like, I was like, that bit of wisdom came from that West Virginia boy. <laughs> we have our moments once every blue moon. Hey, he, when he approached me about it, that's I, I won't lie. Was, I had the same thoughts. I was like, oh, make money. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Be the best cellist. Be, like, be the best cellist. Be the best. Or just the best version of myself that yeah. I could be. But ultimately, even that, like that takes discipline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of Jocko's things that he says a lot is discipline equals freedom, such as the book, Discipline Equals Freedom Field Manual. Uh, but discipline really does equal freedom. When you are disciplined in every area of your life, you have the freedom to put your mind to whatever you want to and mm-hmm. accomplish that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it, it seems like a, you know, like, hey, yeah, that's a good quote. It's like it is. But if you live it out, it's even better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so I, I think um, practically, what does discipline look like for us? Well, I've, we've said before, um, how's your how's your walk with God? How's your time with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um Maybe you know you don't, you're not getting in as much time as you'd like, or you know, not as much time as you need to. Um, you're not getting up as early in the morning as you like. Well, um, I wouldn't say do something drastic. If you usually get up at six thirty, you don't you know the next morning try to get up at four. It's two and a half hours of sleep you just stole from yourself. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> you know, drastic yeah, steps, and that's the thing is like discipline is not jumping from. Uh, you know the, the 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 bottom the bottom step to the one at the very top of the. Uh, the staircase mm. discipline is taking one step at a time that's good um, it doesn't mean it's okay if there's an area in your life that you know you need to square away immediately you know whether it's something that's keeping you back an area of sin yeah you need to take drastic measures but when it's um, bettering yourself or being more disciplined you know if you want to if you want to get up at at 5.30 we'll start getting up maybe a little bit earlier one morning next morning try 30 minutes and you know maybe three, three days three or four days later you get up at 5.30 or whatever time you want to be up at yeah. Um, but I think just, uh, part of it is small, small steps, not too small to where you're not making any progress, but at the same time, 
you know, don't do, don't do, don't do anything too, too drastic. Right. Um, but yeah, I think definitely the most important thing in our Christian life is our walk with God. Because if that's not squared away, nothing else will be squared away. Um, so yeah, it's just something that um, the Lord's just been, or just been on my mind a lot. It's just uh, me personally making sure that I'm uh, disciplined. You know, we can we can get off the path and, and not be disciplined one day. And, you know, you're not a complete failure like you said earlier, but, um, you know, get back on the path and, right. and stay at it, stay disciplined. Yeah, and I think you have to realize there's going to be days when, just like with your devotions, you're not going to want to. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the days, those are the, the defining moments. It's those days. And I believe not only in your walk with the Lord, but in just discipline in general. Yeah. It's the days when you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. It's going right against the grain. Mm-hmm. Those are your defining moments. Because when it's easy, it's easy. I yeah. mean, there's days when I wake up and I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to meet with the Lord, have my devotions. But there's days, and we've all had them. Yeah. We wake up and you're like, oh, I don't want to get up. Tired, I'm crabby, I'm in a bad mood, and it's those days when you do it anyway. Even though your circumstances may not, you know, stars haven't aligned and your circumstances aren't perfect, and you do it anyway, that is your defining moment. Yeah, and that is when that is taking the next step. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like what you said about the, it's not discipline isn't st- jumping up the stairs; it's mm-hmm. taking one step. And often we could think, oh, if I if I don't like, hundred one like one eighty or completely change, then I'm it's a failure. It's not. It's not. It's not discipline, or it's not change. Well, it's not true. True change is just taking the next step. What's in front of you? Yeah. And trusting God to enable you to take that step. Uh, one thing I thought as you as um, you guys were talking, what is one of the things? If you go to a major city, okay, let's go. Let's take New York for instance. If you're in New York, what is the one thing you notice as you walk down the streets in New York City? People are. With people. Run. There's lots of people, but they're. They're running, they're 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 going from place to place. They're they're always seem stressed. Yeah, driving everything stressed. That's true. I went to New York this summer. I was in Manhattan. Yeah. See, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was there as well, and it's like everybody's like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go here. I'm like, what in the world? These people are just chill out. Why is that? Touch grass. Yeah, touch grass. <laughs> touch grass, people. It's not much in Manhattan, but whatever you can find. Touch <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> Why is that? Why do people? Why do people have to rush from place to place? You see it at school, from class to class. Yeah. Oh no, I gotta get there, and you just see somebody trucking along, running, running from building to building. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's 58, and you gotta be in class in two minutes. And yeah. It's a five-minute walk, so you better you better book it, buddy. Yep. But why is that? Why do they? Why is why is that the case? Why are they in a rush? Why are they anxious? Didn't get up right Lack of discipline. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just, I, as you guys were talking, I was thinking. When about discipline equals freedom, if you're you're free, if you're disciplined, then you're free because you're not feeling like you have to rush. You're not ang- anxious. You're not worried. You can get from thing to thing with time management and being disciplined and saying, okay, I'm gonna get up at this time. I'm gonna have my devotions. I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna walk to breakfast. Emphasis on walk. Walk back to class. Yep. I gotta get my projects done. Here's the steps. I'm gonna lay them out. Get it done. And there's a lot of freedom. It's it looks like bondage. <laughs> it's like if you're looking outside of it, like you're take a zoom out, it looks like bondage, but it's actually freedom when you're living yeah. in it. Because yeah. it's like, oh look, I'm free to have a lot. I have, and you actually realize you have a lot more time than you think. Oh yeah. Because you spend a lot of time panicking. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah. So I just thought of that 
well, as, as you guys were talking, like, you go to New York, people are panicking. Like, thing to thing. Freaking out. The airport? Airport. Holy smokes. I panic, dude. I, I hate the airport. I hate the airport. Have you guys ever missed a flight? <laughs> Not. No, we have, yeah. You have missed a yeah, flight? Yeah. It's been a long time ago. I panic. I panic in there. I, I, was, get... I was too young to panic. I was like, oh, it's a flight. Oh, I, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was probably like, I don't know, eight or nine years old. I, I hate that feeling. And then you end up getting to your gate and you have two hours. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? I was panicking the whole way here, trying to get through and everything. And then I still got a while. I've been at the airport so many times. I just I chill out. I know what I'm doing. I don't. I don't. I, I'm horrible. I, I don't I don't ever want to do it alone. <laughs> I was like, I, I hate it. God wanted us in the skies. He would have gave us wings. That's why I sound the ground. <laughs> this is avoid airports. Right, right when you give great wisdom from West Virginia, you, you have to blow like, it. Yep, that's my wisdom. <laughs> we'll edit that part out. We'll edit. Make it, it sound nah, smarter. Nah, keep that one in there. It's <laughs> my great wisdom. That's why you got to pick up truck. Amen. Well, amen. But they're gas guzzlers, man. I, I'm not arguing with you because I don't like airports. I'd rather drive any day than fly. Because I, I panic in airports. I don't like them. Road trips are a lot more funner. Oh, yes, I just use that word. <laughs> funner. They're, the they're funner out. until you get like six hours into a 12-hour drive and the person next to you is annoying. It's all get out. Just saying. That's why you take road trips with the right people. <laughs> I, I took a road trip with somebody in, um, last or two summers ago, and I was like, oh, my word, never again. Was it Alex? <laughs> no. No. no he, oh, Alex. Me and Alex. I went home um, to visit Alex. In Missouri. Yeah. And uh, on my way back, I got stuck in Chicago. Yeah. I missed my train. Talk about panicking. <laughs> Holy smokes. I'm, I'm trucking through the train station. I'm yelling. I'm like, where's this train? And these people probably think I'm crazy, but then I missed my train. So now I have to walk all the way back through where I just ran through. Oof. Thought, oh, these people are Walk of shame. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to the front desk, and they were like, yeah, it's going to be like six hours. Like, six hours? Are you kidding me? And uh, it ended up only being a few a few hours. I kind of just slept in the, the little first class lounge area. That was I was mad. I was mad. I have to say. First class, huh? Well, because they upgraded me because they. Yeah. Uh, they Don't you remember the story? It was on his anniversary pod. You didn't listen to the anniversary podcast? Are you kidding me right now? Just get out. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> no, I was. Oh, I was panicking. I don't know how we got on all that, but we digress. Uh, yeah, we we touched grass. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You're welcome. Discipline. Discipline touches grass. Right. <laughs> oh, but no, discipline it does equal freedom. That's where I was that's where that thought was all kind of culminated from. Yeah. You don't feel like you have to rush from thing to thing and panic and freak out. And yeah, which but anyway, no, I, I appreciate your thoughts. Any 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 other thoughts on discipline? Any wisdom? Get from after the West it. Virginia boy? Get after it. Get after it. You can steal that from Jock over it, really? That's a Jocko quote. We're talking about Jocko. <laughs> get, get after it, y'all. Get after it. Stand <laughs> by to get some. Stand by to get some. <laughs> Stay on the warpath. Yeah. Play the long game. Because it ain't easy. You want to be ripped? You want to be jacked? You want to be a good boxer? Well, take the first step. Get out there and start jumping rope. That's right. Start hitting the bag. Strong Go mindset. for a run. Strong mindset. Weak mindset says, I'll do it tomorrow. Strong mindset says, I'll do it today. Do it today. That's right. Don't be lazy. That's really what it is. Laziness. Yeah. Discipline. The opposite of discipline is, I feel like, is laziness. And weakness. Weakness. Saying, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. Well, if you wait around until you feel like it. You're never going to feel like it. You're never going to feel like it. Yeah. 
then you're gonna. That's why the obesity rate is so high in America. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to turn into the big man. I, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You go to other countries, they're all like India. Holy smokes, those guys! <laughs> they have. Um, I saw this video. I thought this was funny. They had this thing. Uh, it was. It was a restaurant. Outside the restaurant, if they could fit through a certain slot, they got a certain percentage off. <laughs> I thought, man, I would get no percentage off. I wouldn't be able to fit through any of those. And if you get through the smallest one, which is probably like six inches wide, you get a free meal. Wow. My head wouldn't even fit through there. Are you kidding me? So, anyway. Yeah, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bend the bars and step through. Like, ha ha. No, discipline. It's important. Don't be lazy. So. Alrighty. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to email the higher cost podcast at gmail.com. That's higher cost podcast at gmail.com. And um, I thank you so much for listening. Trust you have a good day. And, well, get after it. So, God bless. <laughs>